It's a football podcast with Safed Dean. Josina, how many boxes did you stand on to be Tyler's height in that stand-up video y'all did after the game? Tyler Dragon. When I drink, I drink Hennessy. My friends do call me Hennessy Tyler. And Josina Anderson. Is there a need to wear when somebody spends on a house around your neck? I just, I don't, I don't, I'm trying to understand. Each week, our USA Today Sports Plus Insiders Talk X's analyze O's and bring you behind the scenes. Exclusive, entertaining, insightful, because they know football. It's a football podcast. (laughs) We are six playoff games down, and we got eight teams left in the playoff mix. Uh, Guys, I uh, the biggest question I have after the first weekend of the NFL playoffs is, uh, Josina, how many boxes did you stand on to be Tyler's height in that stand-up video y'all did after the game? Really, Tyler? Whoa! Really, I have Tyler? nothing to do with this. Well, clearly you did. Clearly you what did. You because how would Safed know this without your input? I, I was watching the video and I'm like, I know Tyler's not that short. Or mm. wait, I mm. know Josina is not that tall. Maybe I just had on the right pair of Christian Louboutin. Well, you had eight inch heels on, ten inch heels on. Oh, inch. I might. The, the, I might. Are, uh, Depends on what time of day it is. Twenty four <laughs> inch heels. You had the stilts on. You never know. It depends on what you're asking me. At, at twelve sixteen p.m., it is the probably the four inches or the five inches. <laughs> well, guys, the playoffs are you know well underway, like we said, and I think probably one of the biggest games you know outside of the Bills blowing up you know all over the Patriots, I think was that Rams game that you guys were at and uh, seeing Kyler Murray um, look really shook after that fumble that should have been a safety, but instead was a pick six for a touchdown. And he didn't look right for the rest of that game, probably his worst game of his career, especially with that spotlight. And uh, when I look at the Rams, guys, I see the Rams are exactly where they want to be in the second round of the playoffs. Um, and I think if the Rams really have an, the Rams really have an opportunity here, if they are truly Super Bowl contenders and truly want to go win the Super Bowl this season, you got to go in, into Tampa Bay and beat the champs this week. Uh, Tyler, what was your takeaway uh, from that Rams-Cardinals game? The Rams are ready. Uh, as you said, that was Kyler Murray's worst game of his career. He had the worst passer rating uh, of his career in that game. The defense really uh, rattled him. Uh, Jalen Ramsey, Aaron Donald, they were exceptional that game. The offense did what they needed to do. It was really a complete team victory. They played complimentary football. And Going up to Tampa Bay, they have a lot of momentum. They have the recipe to beat Tom Brady. They beat Tom Brady and the Buccaneers uh, their past two meetings, including this season in L.A. They can get pressure with their front four, Aaron Donald, uh, Von Miller. They can uh, attack Tom Brady in the trenches. And then they have the secondary to be able to cover up uh, really depleted Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, receiving corps without uh, Chris Godwin and we know uh, Antonio Brown. They can travel Jalen Ramsey uh, with Mike Evans. So they have the blueprint to be able to beat uh, Buccaneers team in Tampa Bay. Yeah, I mean, I just, um, you know, it was a type of performance that made me feel like, you know, where was this? Um, the the previous Sunday or just even, you know, in some of the other games that I've seen in terms of uh, all of those factors coming together. I thought it was a deft uh, game plan from Sean McVay um, to make almost to not put it so much into um, Matthew Stafford's hands by having him pass 17 times and running the ball 38 times. Um that means that you have less times to have that oh no moment from Matthew Stafford, which was, you know, very, you know, I thought, you know, very smart too, uh, just because at times we know that he can be prone to that, though he did very well and had, uh, I think, a franchise uh, record setting passer rating uh, from the performance that he had in that game. And then obviously to get Odell involved a lot earlier. Um, and I was just talking to a source this morning who felt like he should have got even more touches based on how he was, you know, just let, you could just tell 
Um, but I thought Sean McVay did a better job of distributing the ball, involving, you know, more people, not having the weight of having to get it to Cooper Cup, you know, to try to get that record and being free of that. I think everybody was just free. And and lastly, on the defensive side of the ball, you know, Vaughn Miller said it before the game that they really wanted to go out there and prove less need, right, for, you know, rolling the dice on all of those guys. And uh, good for them if they can just kind of keep that same energy um, um, you know, then it would be hard not to see, you know, them have a successful output, uh, down in Tampa. But the last thing I just want to say is as far as the Rams and, and even the Odell factor is if they do end up beating the Bucks and they go to Green Bay, it'll be interesting to see since those were his two choices of wanting to go to those teams, you know, which one ends up going to the Super Bowl because ultimately, you know, the choice was in his hands, you know. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, the play to Odell, the, the, the fade touchdown, um, you know, I, I love Marco Wilson, the Cardinals cornerback, but that was a, a good matchup for the Rams to exploit there. Um, I thought Sonny Michelle ran well. I still can't believe Cam Akers has returned from an Achilles injury. You know, this is a kid I covered at Florida State. Um, I also tore my Achilles myself. Just so just to hear the fact that somebody came back after less than 200 days, you know, less than six months to make a recovery and play and play at full strength and running as hard as he was um, is just incredible. Speaks to him, speaks to the doctors involved here. Um, and like you said, you know, there was not a, a huge reliance on Cooper Cup in this game, but that's not to say that Matthew Stafford is not going to have to rely on him more in the next couple of weeks. Um, Tyler, you mentioned something too, Mike Evans and Jalen Ramsey. I mean, look, at the end of the day, this is the matchup that's going to win the game for the Bucks or lose it for them. Uh, Mike Evans has to play better than Jalen Ramsey. He has to win some one-on-one balls. Um, Tom Brady's running out of players to to throw the ball to his seams, but he's still got Gronk, he's still got Mike Evans, um, Antonio Brown and Chris Godwin are gone, um, and, and some players are doing their best to fill the holes in between. But I really feel like this could be a game where, uh, you know, Tom Brady starts to feel the losses of Godwin and Antonio Brown. Yeah, you know, I agree with you, but I, I think the key to the game is is if the Rams – uh, defensive front overwhelms uh, the Buccaneers offensive line on paper and personnel wise, the Rams have the better, more dominant defensive front going up against that O-line, especially if Tristan Wirfs uh, is not able to play. So if Aaron Donald, Von Miller, they have big games and they're able to take advantage of their matchup, then that bodes well for the Los Angeles Rams because we've seen before in Tom Brady's history, his track record, I mean, pretty much with all quarterbacks, if you pressure him, then that's the way to beat him. And with Tom Brady, specifically, if you pressure Mm -hmm. him up the middle in the interior, then Tom Brady gets rattled, starts, you know, being uh, erratic with the football, even as good as he is. When you get pressure with him with the front four, you don't have to blitz. That's the blueprint to beat him. And the Rams, they have what it takes to be able to beat the Buccaneers. So I I got a lighthearted question for you guys. You know, we're the all-black podcast, so I have to ask it. Um, Was the Cardinals playing on the first Monday night football game in the playoffs on Martin Luther King Day, excuse me, kind uh, kind of karma for Arizona being one of the last states to make MLK Day a holiday, a national holiday? Tyler, you're... You're, you're living in Arizona right now. What do you think about that? Hey, what did I say about telling people where I live? It's man. not like, like anybody going to come up <laughs> to you in Tucson or Scottsdale and find where you live. Uh, you know? I mean, that, 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 I did not think about that. You know, that is kind of uh, karma. Uh, Arizona was one of the last states to uh, recognize Martin Luther King Day. And a lot of people do think the only reason why they ended up recognizing it because they were due to host the Super Bowl the following year. And there was pressure not only locally but nationally for Arizona to recognize Martin Luther King Day. So, you know, that could be, you know, a little little bit of poetic justice, you know, some (laughs) karma in there. (laughs) Well, I just think um, it's it's a first of all, bravo to to the Rams and all of that good energy that was in the press conference after the game. Um, such a stark difference from the week before when they lost against the 49ers. Um, and Eric Weddle, he's such a delight, you know, just, you know, very, very blessed individual, um, so intelligent, uh, just knows the game deep uh, inside and out. 
and uh, such a love for his family, multiple offers, million dollar offers to be on TV that he consistently turns down and to just be able to come down and, um, and uh, you know, to lend his vision, his communication and his expertise to the team, I thought was just a, another thing. Sometimes when teams are getting put together, right, you know, you're obviously looking for people with the obvious skill set at the position. And then you also have that, and not that Eric Weddle is in that, because, you know, clearly he has been that over his career too, but uh, also just the right personalities, you know, that just makes everything go. And um, he is that. So even though he just got a practice squad uh, contract or whatever it is, and, and money and facetiously, it wasn't, you know, what, uh, you know, they, they, they wanted it to be, but nonetheless, I'm, what I'm trying to say is he's worth every penny. So, so speaking, speaking of the press conference, Safed, I don't know if you know this and uh, our, oh, a lot of our viewers, you know, I, I wasn't there, you know, I was there in LA. But, I, didn't, I didn't get the invite to LA. So. But you no, know, oh, it, it, it's kind of, no, Joseph, you'll actually like what I'm about to say. It's okay. kind of, a, it's kind of a good scene because the press conference floor is on, it's on the ground floor and uh -huh. there's a window. So fans get to see, Aaron Donald, mm. you know, Jalen Ramsey, Matthew Stafford, you know, talking in a mm. press conference. And you can hear the fans just cheering and just saying you have signs. And the players acknowledge them, too, because, I mean, they're pretty much like 10 feet away. The window's like right there in the press conference. Right? Uh -huh. So it's really, you know, a good scene, a good atmosphere, especially if you win. Now, if you lose, there's probably a somber atmosphere. You might have like <laughs> Dallas Cowboy fans S throwing water bottles oh, in the wow. window. But it was a joyous scene. And I do have to say the ice around Aaron Donald's neck and uh, Von Miller. I mean, I was almost blinded. I need to get me some of that drip. They had some condos on their neck. I mean, they had a my, condo yeah, in their neck. Yeah, they have more than a condo in their neck. They had a whole house, <laughs> a five-bedroom house. I don't house even understand that. I just like. I, I need. I need some of that. You gotta eat flaunt it. I mean, what what is there a need to wear when somebody spends on a house around your neck? I just yeah. I don't yes, know. if you got it. Under if you got it. Yeah, I'm trying know. to understand the, the why is this nest? I mean, and it's just it's so gaudy. I mean, it's so gaudy. I don't. Yeah. Know. All right. You have what, a what, strong what is this? Neck. What is this? You gotta have a trend? strong neck to hold on. Why? Josina, what, please what, tell me why do we why, need uh -huh. the the same reason you wear Christian Louboutins to the game. Yeah. That's yeah. The same dude, reason why, dude. I did, but but my but my, my shoes. It might are be a fraction of the cause. My shoes are functional, though. I need I need their shoes. neck is functional. No, yes, the, it's the, neck the, strength. The it's for neck strength. But 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 listen, what I'm what it's, I what I what what a Christian Louboutin mm -hmm. costs, okay, and the, uh -huh, and the yeah. X increase on the shoe. Uh -huh. It is not analogous to the X increase of the jewelry and the amount that it costs around their neck. A you, house you don't know, on you don't your know neck. What, a house yeah. on your neck. A house you on your got neck. It, if you got it, hey, I got there no could, problem. There could be they some other. Had a house on their neck. There could be Dude, some other valuable things that come from having that. Huh? There could be some other valuable things that come with having jewelry like that on your neck. Oh, let's God, proceed, please. guys. All right, so let's move on to the other matchup in the NFC. Uh, we got the San Francisco 49ers going up to Green Bay to take on the Packers. Um, the 49ers went into Dallas. And uh, they showed the Cowboys um, they're the team to be reckoned with, not not Dallas. Uh, I thought that was an incredible game by the 49ers. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo played fairly well in that game. Hold on, game. hold on. Give Tyler his credit. He deserves his credit. You know what I'm saying? You you you, you wanted you said that the Cowboys were not not that that was breaking news, but you know, but nonetheless, you you <laughs> did mention that. So you, you say we go hard on you, Tyler. You say me and Soppin sometimes we gang up on you. So give, give the give the man his like. Don't be wowing. Yeah, we 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 wow. can't. We don't be this wowing. Is a, this no is wows, Tyler. This, this is, is a, a podcast first. Oh wow. my god, giving me credit. Wow. <laughs> wow. Don't hey listen, don't get used to it. Just take a while it's there. Yeah. Take, take a while it's there. 18, 19 no. weeks into the podcast, Josita gives credit to Tyler. But listen, I, 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 and we talked about this even and last night, uh, and I because I'm curious what you guys think about this. Should should people's opinions of Kellen Moore be different now in this in this mm. coaching cycle <laughs> based on what you saw at the end of that at the end of that game and or is is just how the offense has performed as a whole worthy of the temperature of uh, the of interest uh, around him right now? 
yeah, I think Kellen Moore is going to have some he's going to have some questions to answer to in these interviews he has coming up. But um, when I look at the Cowboys offense, I just see Dak Prescott is being asked to do way too much. Um, you know, CeeDee Lamb had only one catch in that game. That's unacceptable. Um, Mark Cooper had a good game. Uh, Schultz, the tight end, he always has a good time finding him. But, um, you know, Zeke and Tony Pollard didn't run much in that game. And there was just times where they just stalled out offensively. I mean, really, throughout the whole game. Uh, penalties on both sides hurt the Cowboys. They were really, really under-disciplined. Um, and, and ultimately, like you said, Tyler, the reason why Josina's giving you credit is we said, you know, that the, the Cowboys all of, always find a way to mess it up for themselves and soil themselves on prime time. And sure enough, they did so against the 49ers. Yeah, to, you know, answer, you know, Josina's question about Kellen Moore, I didn't believe he deser- deserves, you know, his name to be mentioned right now in the head coaching cycle. I think there are, you know, some candidates with more experience, uh, both as head, no, no, no. A head wait, coach. No, 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 wait, wait. Don't say, okay, don't, don't dilute your important point. No, 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 I, no, no, no. What I'm saying, I'm, I, this okay. is me infusing you. What I'm mm-hmm. saying is, say what you just said again. I don't believe Kellen Moore deserves right now to be in the amongst the leading candidates uh, this head coaching cycle. There you go. And it was before that this game because based on I mean you have I keep on mentioning Eric Bieniemy <laughs> but you have Leslie Frazier Todd Bowles there are a lot of really good coaches not only coordinators but coaches who have been head coaches before with a better resume and more complete body of work and that's no disrespect to Kellen Moore I think he's done a fine job with the Dallas Cowboys this season but maybe another year or two it seems like we're quick to <laughs> promote these young hotshot offensive coordinators when you have people that have uh, been in the trenches for longer and deserve a chance or even a second chance. Now, as far as the Dallas Cowboys, of course, I've said it plenty of times. They are an accident waiting to happen. 14 penalties at home. That's pretty much inexcusable. You cannot have 14 penalties. The crowd that's, noise affected them. The crowd noise affected them. <laughs> right. That speaks to the coaching. <laughs> that speaks to the lack of uh, preparation, but, but, execution. But, but can, can, let, let's just even go to the more shocking layer. Let's go to the more shocking layer. Okay, here we go. W- w- where is Mike McCarthy now if Dan Quinn is not a part of that staff? In terms of how, in terms of how Mike McCarthy would be regarded at this moment. After that game, Jerry Jones said that, you know, he made it known that Mike McCarthy was was going to be there, right? Okay. So, how do you guys feel about that? Because because I'm just I'm just wondering where this Mike McCarthy led team would be without the without the shrewd hiring of Dan Quinn. Look, Dan Quinn was a you know a big catalyst along with along with Trevon Diggs leading the league in interceptions, along with the Dallas Cowboys drafting Mike Parsons, um, along with some of those other guys playing really well too this season. So. Um, you can add, you know, I think talent is a big part of it. Um, and I think his coaching is a big part of it. His acumen and his, uh, you know, his personality, like you mentioned, Eric Weddle. I think Dan Quinn has a real lovable personality about him as well, too. But um, the defense really turned the tide for the Cowboys this season. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, and you look at Mike McCarthy, I'm not sure how much longer he will have in, in, in Dallas. I mean, fans and, and even media members and stuff like that have been calling for him to be fired. During the 49ers game. During the game. Um, so Wait, wait, wait. Go back. What? Who was doing that? I said fans and media. Everybody's kind of calling for Mike McCarthy during the game. Oh, I didn't see the media. During the game. Okay. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's real difficult situation for him. And, um, you know, look, I, I think Dak Prescott is being asked to do too much offensively. Um, and I think that's the real reason why they kind of just fell behind the eight ball and stayed there against the 49ers last week. Uh, Bruce Aarons was just fined $50,000 for his actions on Sunday for striking his own safety, Andrew Adams. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he slapped uh, his player I in did, the helmet. I did see that video. I'm surprised that Antonio Brown hasn't said that. <laughs> AB's like, lawyer see, wrote that see? down. <laughs> AB's lawyer wrote that down. Fave right. the tweet, save the video. <laughs> but, is, but, oh, is that what he said? No, no, no. I'm oh, oh, no, okay. We're, we're, we're surprised <laughs> that that hasn't objective. happened yet. But, hey, it might happen before the end of this podcast. But what really jumped out to me, uh, 
in that game versus the 49ers is how the 49ers manhandled them up front. Mm-hmm. The 49ers defensive line, even without Nick Bosa for much of the game, Second was half. still dominating the Cowboys offensive line. And this is a Cowboys offensive line that, you know, they've spent a lot of money investing in that unit. And for them to get manhandled like that, that was telling. And even uh, the 49ers offensive line was pretty much dominant against the Cowboys defensive mm-hmm. line. The 49ers were running and getting five yards of carries. So the 49ers really uh, were the more physical team uh, in Dallas, and I expect them to have the same type of game plan going up against Green Bay. Justina, do you like the 49ers' chances in Green Bay this week? Well, I think that they are, um, you know, gaining confidence, um, and Debo is just the truth. I mean, I've seen it in person, you know, the week before when the 49ers defeated the Rams. And uh, Debo just has a style about him uh, and a mindset that he will not be denied. Mm -hmm. And I love that personality when I see it in people. I think I'm one of those people when I have the energy to be that person too. (laughs) And I love seeing that. And I love seeing that in other, (laughs) shut up. I love seeing that in in a player. And he just deserves so, I mean, Mm -hmm. that it it deserves so much credit um, because it's not just the fact that he runs and he's productive. But the way in which he runs, the, his energy rises all boats around him. And you see that happening when, it, when, it's, when it's fourth and got to have it or third or got to have it. Uh, Kyle Shanahan knows where to go, you know. So, uh, and he's been in, involved in so many plays where I'm like, oh, my God, I don't know if he's going to get up from that play. And then he just bounces up and does it again. So um, Green Bay better watch out. If you, if you think I'm crazy for saying that, go back and watch the game where the Browns played the Packers and where the Browns almost mm-hmm. won. Had it not been for just a couple mistakes from Baker Mayfield, mm. they, they had that game. So that's the game that lets me know that the Packers can be beat. Well, I mean, we know the Packers can be beat specifically by the 49ers. The 49ers almost beat them earlier in the season. I believe that was week three. They uh, lost 30-28. to 28. It took a last-second field goal for the Packers to survive that game. And Devontae Adams was exceptional that game. What, he had 12 yeah, receptions for like 130 yards. Aaron Rodgers was pretty much going to him the whole time, and they couldn't stop him. So if the 49ers want to beat the Packers, I uh, suggest that they double-team. Devontae Adams, probably the whole game. <laughs> at the end of the day, uh, yeah, at the end of the day, though, Tyler, it's crazy. When I when I think of the Cowboys 49ers game, I really think, like, the Jimmy G really outplayed Dak Prescott, and it's really because of the job Kyle Shanahan did coaching up his team. Um, mm-hmm. He's going to have to continue to do that with Jimmy G against the Packers. I just don't know if Jimmy G can make that play that he needs to get the 49ers into the NFC title game, and I and think Jimmy Aaron Rodgers can and Jimmy G almost lost the game throwing yes. that late interception. So he can not only yeah. maybe make the crucial throw, but he can also make the back-breaking, debilitating throw to lose the game as well. And you, like you said, Aaron Rodgers won't make that same critical mistake. But, you know, too, when people are evaluating and choosing talent, you know, whether who you're hiring in general, you know, it uh, – <laughs> And, and, and some of these coaches that have been, you know, coaches before that are still trying to get back or what have you. And I, I do think that sometimes people underestimate failure. I think people underestimate failure. <laughs> and, I'm, and I mean that by uh, if, you have you, if you have the ability to discern those who really uh, have the, I guess, the ability to, to learn from it. And what I mean by that is when Kyle Shanahan got his butt whooped like that in such a heartbreaking way in the Super Bowl. After being up, I think he learned so much from that. <laughs> he learned so much from that. And now you will never not see him uh, in a game plan forget to run the ball when, when, it, when, it, when, it's, when it's time to yeah. run the ball. So just <laughs> kudos to Kyle Shanahan. And, and I just think even going up against the Dallas Cowboys, you know, just the, the, the uh, offensive mastery just outmatched. And I think he, I even saw someone on Twitter point out that it's a shame that his father is not – uh, is, is is that true? Is, is, is that what I read that Mike Shanahan is not in the Hall of Fame or something like that? Or, or they were just saying it's something about his father not being properly um, given the recognition that he should. Yeah, I don't believe he's a Hall of Fame not uh, yet. head coach. Isn't that isn't that something? 
Yeah, Super yeah. Bowl winning uh, head coach. Yeah, I saw someone mm-hmm. t- saying that Multiple, yesterday. Multi-time yeah. Super Bowl winning head yeah, coach. Yeah, I saw someone mentioning that about Kyle Shanahan. I mean, just the 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 trick the trickle down effect of all all the. Uh, just the knowledge that he has, and um, we'll we'll see if that if that gets passed on. How much that gets passed on to Mike McDaniel's if he gets uh, hired as a as a head coach. Well, you know, uh, personally and selfishly, I would uh, wouldn't mind the 49ers winning because I wouldn't be opposed to going to NFC Championship game at SoFi Stadium as opposed to Lambeau Field. So. Can I get yeah. a hey man, hey man? <laughs> the, nobody the weather, wants to go to listen. Yeah. I, I was seriously thinking about that the other day because I was like, gosh, would I really skip out on the conference championship game just because I don't feel like going to Green Bay? I was like, yeah, I guess I would, huh? <laughs> and and our, 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 options, our options could be Green Bay or Buffalo. Oh. The, 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 those are, I mean, no offense to those cities, but as a reporter and somebody from the West Coast, those are nightmarish scenarios. I mean, oh, not man. even for somebody from the West, but for most people, those are nightmarish. And then God, and God forbid, it's <laughs> terrible weather when you're trying when you're trying to. Oh come man, in. please no, please. But I will. Not. But I will say this: speaking <laughs> of flying into cities, you know, since I am coming to Tampa, Soffit, I am looking forward to having a meal with you. Good luck. And Good luck. Also with our boss, you know, Alicia, and of course everything being on you guys mm. as far as payment, me not having mm. to even pull out. My wallet. Just, Stop you know. it! You do owe since you lost the regular uh, season. Oh, what? Bet. You just, owe. You owe for the. You know Looking forward to this. You know what? I think I got changed to Green Bay. That's crazy. You got you got changed to Green Bay. Yeah, I think I got changed oh, okay. to Green Bay this weekend. That's okay. Crazy. Well, when your ass can't fly out of there because you got stuck there because for some reason they lost the, the defrost machine when you you trying to when you trying to fly out of Green Bay. See see if you. See I don't if like you... betting against Aaron Rodgers. I don't. Oh. I really don't. Oh. I don't. Yeah. I don't. Mm. I got the I got the Packers. You, somebody's gonna have to go to the cold weather. No more California playoff games this season. I'm sorry, Tyler. Uh, Super Bowl. I'm California. sorry, just sorry, man. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Thank you. <laughs> so, right. is there any way because the Bengals are playing the Titans, right? Yes. Yes, the Bengals are playing the Titans. And, we got to get to the AFC tie- side of it, anyways. I go ahead because I was just wondering if y'all see any way that the Bengals can defeat Tennessee. Yeah. Yes, yes, I do. Yes, I do. What a great transition, Josiana. Oh, well, you know, I've been um, known to do that a couple of times in my life. <laughs> I was in Cincinnati for that playoff game against the Raiders last week. And uh, I'll be honest, that it was um, – I was surprised. I, I thought Joe Burrow would have played a little better, actually. He did get the two touchdown throws that he needed. Um, the Bengals got a rookie kicker, man, uh, Evan McPherson out of Florida. I only know him because he went to my alma mater, but this kid is ice cold. He's making every field goal that he has right now a great insurance blanket. Um, but look, the Raiders have the worst red zone defense in the NFL. They allow like 80% scoring. And uh, I thought the Bengals really, really stalled in the short area in that few, in that game. Um, um, look, they haven't gone to a Super Bowl or, or AFC title game since 1988. Um, the Bengals have a lot of history that they're about to break here. And I think Joe Burrow's confidence um, and just when, when Joe Burrow's standing in the backfield and he's got an empty set or even just Joe Mixon behind him, and he's got T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, C.J. Osama, and Jamar Chase to throw to, um, I really think Joe Burrow uh, could light it up uh, against the Titans this week. Um, and I think Joe Burrow might be one of the best quarterbacks remaining in this playoffs, even with Rodgers and Brady and I think he's that good. I think Joe Burrow can prove Emma Holmes. I think I think Burrow is going to have a lot of opportunity to prove himself as a number one pick, as a you know a top young quarterback in this league. I think uh, Soffit quietly has the Bengals pulling off the upset this weekend. But you know, I, I do agree with a lot that you said. Actually, Joe Burrow's signature win as a rookie came against the Tennessee. Titans last year before he got hurt. So he has uh, previous knowledge of the Titans and uh, pulling off a win. And when the Bengals go on empty and have Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd out there, CJ Huzman, uh, uh, I mean, man. They I just said that, Tyler. Force, I know, right? <laughs> they are I just said that, Tyler. <laughs> to be reckoned with, you know, they, they have, I mean, I covered the Bengals and this team. No, they, did you they cover are, the Bengals? They are did you for cover real. The Bengals? Who? I, I don't okay. know. I who? don't know who. Yeah, right. This Man, team y'all is... don't never let nothing go, huh? 
And you, don't, hey, hey, you don't I, either. But that's you, true. You definitely. That's true. I, I, I wasn't that's disqualifying true. myself from that comment. Hey, Safa, what was in that? What was in that glass you were just drinking right now? I got a little, uh, apple juice. Oh, because yeah, I think you need to uh, dis- you need to describe that I got, before I got that little... just randomly pops into the camera. You wouldn't want to think it's juice. something that rhymes with Genesee. You know, just just make it sure. What is he? Get, just didn't want to make sure it rhymes in Genesee. Okay. Who got a little ginger? <laughs> got a little ginger ale in my cup. All right, guys. But ginger ale. Okay. <laughs> now that we have gone officially a, off the rails a, yes, in this yes. podcast, with a, I will with a swig of continue, cognac in there, I will. Mm-hmm. I will try to finish my point. <laughs> me feel better. Any other, any other hard liquor on the backside of that camera? No? <laughs> stop it! Are you stop? I do stop have a bottle of wine back Hennessy, there. Actually, <laughs> during this podcast, let's stop it. Drink Hennessy. Okay. Oh, okay. My Tyler. A very hey, inclusive, man, encouraging Tyler. Right. Thank there you. There is nothing no. wrong with any Hennessy. Listen, <laughs> I, hey, listen. I was doing my best during that filming that y'all were uh, making fun of before we came on the podcast and all that other stuff. Oh, standing to, on your tippy toes? No, to make sure that Tyler was properly lit. You see what I'm saying? Make sure that the camera was the appropriate height. You know, everything, the audio was good. Oh, Josina had a whole setup. She had a whole setup. Hooked it up. And then, and then here I come, y'all making fun of the fact I'm five foot two. I just, I can't, short people can't live. You telling me let him live because of his cognac drinking self. I can't live with my five foot two self. I say, okay. I, first of all, the irony of this is I didn't even say anything to Soffit. Soffit had this. <laughs> oh, Alicia got, gave it to you? Alicia gave it to you? I saw Soffit the video. I saw the oh, video. Yeah, okay. I mean, <laughs> but of course, I what? get blamed. Of I, course, I, I got blamed. Well, but I, I didn't even do anything. I'm the innocent bystander. Didn't I mean, even you say know what, anything. Tyler, you, you probably you deserve some blame. You strays because you deserve strays, okay? <laughs> <laughs> what? That's that's right. You just you know you just you know you just hey if if, if you don't deserve it this time I'm giving it to you in advance for the next two times you will deserve it. So that is, <laughs> which is Josita, what which that's is what the most you know, people of parents sometimes will tell you you didn't that's, deserve it now you get it uh-huh. now because you gonna deserve it later. <laughs> <laughs> that's so true you get popping now because you deserve a popping whenever yes, it's gonna come anyway yes i've heard that i've heard that Mama, i didn't too. do it no matter you i'm sure you're gonna do it five times later so, <laughs> so i don't even know what we were talking about anymore. i don't know either i think i think Josita's off that henny too yo no yeah, we right. were talking about we were, i just listened i see so uh, the bangles the bangles we, we were like talking about because i see all these people hype like i mean I, I don't not that I, I watch my former channel anymore. I seen but I seen a clip that was circulating around and they got the they got the uh, Henry watch. And I'm like, OK, so. All right. Is, is, is there any is there any chance that the, the Bengals are just going to be able to negate the Derrick Henry at all? Well, I mean, they, they can, especially I mean, even if Derrick Henry comes back, you know, there, there is some rust he has to overcome conditioning. That all is going to play, you know, an effect too. Now he may come back and run rough shot. He's the best running back in the NFL. Nobody not. has been able to stop. He almost had a thousand yards in eight games this season. So we know the type of player he is. The Bengals are going to have their hands full. Specifically, the Bengals' defensive line is hurt as well. They they had, uh, lost a couple of players, and Trey Hendrickson's in concussion protocol. He's well, that's the big one. That's yeah, the he's one. on track. Uh, coming back, but uh, Larry Obanjobi, he uh, is injured uh, and out for the rest of the year. He's the starting defensive tackle. Derrick Henry runs between the tackles, so they're going to run uh, up the middle, and they're uh, depleted right there. So it's going to be an interesting <laughs> game plan. The Look, Tennessee man, Titans have to be able to run mm-hmm. the football on the Bengals for them to win. The thing is, I don't see how many times Derrick Henry is going to carry that football. I know Deontay Foreman's done really well carrying the football for the Titans in his absence, maybe they lean on him a little bit more. I'm not sure if Derrick Henry gets more than maybe 12 carries in this game, um, if, even if that. Uh, and I think the Bengals really, if the Bengals can get off to a hot start and if they can keep the Titans in third and long situations, I think that might be the best right opportunity for success for Cincinnati uh, going on into this game. Um, the playoff game I'm the most excited about uh, this week is going to be Kansas City and the Buffalo Bills. AFC title game matchup from a year ago. Um, shout out to the Bengals for resting Joe Burrow so they can meet the Titans instead of being against <laughs> one of these teams. I think that's chess, not checkers by Cincinnati. But uh, Kansas City and Buffalo and 
Um, Patrick Mahomes, I believe, threw four or five touchdowns in, in the last game out uh, against the Steelers, five touchdowns. Uh, Josh Allen threw four or five touchdowns against the Patriots, five touchdowns. First time ever in NFL history that uh, Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes, two quarterbacks, are going to face each other in a playoff game after Wait, throwing say that again? Say that five touchdowns. I didn't first even finish what? saying it. The touch- sorry, the first sorry, time. sorry, sorry, sorry. All right, Josina, let's try this again. <laughs> I wanted to, I wanted it's a tongue to twister too, Safi. Go ahead and say Josh that Allen stand. and Patrick Mahomes threw five touchdowns. This is going to be the first playoff game between quarterbacks who threw five touchdowns in their previous playoff game. Mm. Mm. Are we expecting a shootout again in Kansas City, Tyler? I'll go to you first. Um, A shootout, that means, I mean, to me, the definition of a shootout is both teams score at least 30 points. Uh, yeah, I can see that happening. The Kansas City Chiefs, uh, they don't have a good defense. They ranked in the bottom of the league for most what? of the regular what? season. Now, they have won five consecutive playoff what? games at uh, Arrowhead. That's the longest active streak uh, in the NFL. Mm-hmm. I don't expect the Chiefs to lose. At I'm going to pick the Chiefs again. Oh, there it is. Right on time. Right on cue. There it is. Hits it off. Um, yeah, you know, the Chiefs. They are playing a lot better football. And they started off slow against Pittsburgh, but then they just flipped the switch. And we see what they can do when they turn on the switch. So I know that Buffalo Bills, they have, you know, they want to get revenge. They do have some momentum. They probably looked the best uh, last week in the playoffs in that game against the Patriots. But it's just something about playing in Kansas City, Arrowhead Stadium. Five consecutive wins from the Chiefs. The Chiefs have Super Bowl on their mind. Plus, I want to cover them in L.A. Chiefs. Um, yeah. Oh, you ain't got nothing to say now. You ain't got nothing to say now. But I'm trying to. I'm trying to get through the tongue twister, and you got to interrupt me now. You ain't got nothing to say, Josie. That's crazy. I I can be complex like that. The, the, um, the key I, is mm, – yeah, oh, go, go ahead, ahead Josie. No, 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 please. No, no, go ahead. I, I, I think, you know, Buffalo obviously beat the Chiefs earlier in this season. The key is for them is to turn the ball over against the Chiefs. They had four turnovers um, versus Kansas City um, earlier in the season, and that's why they got up to a you know big lead and won, what, 38 to 20. So you have to be able to force takeaways on the defense um, – for them to have a chance to win this game. I don't think Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs are going to turn the ball over four times this time. See, here's the thing. The Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes, the reason they got into that slump that they did earlier this season was because of the fact that mm-hmm. they were turning the ball over and the defense was playing bad. And the reason they got out of that hole was because Patrick Mahomes stopped turning the ball over. And, um, you know, the defense turned it up and played really well down the stretch this season. So, um, I'm interested to see what, what, what version of Josh Allen shows up. Yeah. I think that he um, will remember how he ended the playoffs last year, um, despite how they were uh, initially moving through the beginning of the postseason. Um, and the way that they ended, I think, was, you know, just very searing and, um, you know, heartbreaking. Yeah, I remember um, Stefan Diggs even going to watch the Kansas City Chiefs celebration uh, when mm-hmm. they won the AFC yeah. Championship game. So they, the they do, yeah, they do have a bad taste in um, you know their mouths and do you know have memories of that game. Uh, I do think it's a big loss for them not to have uh, Tre'Davious White though. Uh, he mm. played in that game mm-hmm. um, against the Chiefs earlier in the season. One of the best cornerbacks in the league. Now you don't have him going up against, you know, Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey and mm. that explosive offense. So Such that a is a loss. huge law. Yeah, of course, that's a big loss for the Buffalo Bills. But we talked about earlier in this podcast, uh, you know, the pressure and the amount of things Dak Prescott has to do for the Dallas Cowboys. Josh Allen's the same way for the Bills. If Very Josh nice. Allen plays average Mm-hmm. The Bills lose. <laughs> so he has a lot on his plate, and they need to alleviate some of that by being being able to run the football with Devin Singletary and, you know, give him some help around him so he doesn't have to carry the load, uh, throwing the football and running the football with his legs. So he's, he's going to need some help as well. 
Yeah, Devin Singletary, honestly, he's probably had one of the stronger finishes to the season of mm-hmm. any running back in this league. Um, I like Stephon Diggs. Uh, I, uh, you know, Allen drew two touchdowns to Dawson Knox, tight end. Um, you know, the the Bills, they may not have the most heralded, um, you know, core of weapons for Josh Allen um, because at the end of the day, it is still Josh Allen. Um, at the end of the day, for me, too, it's this, it's, it's this Bills defense, too. Um, we can see they can take care of Mac Jones. Um, you know, they took care of Mahomes in that first time they played this season. But, you know, it's going to be up to them to stop the run against the Chiefs and also slow down Kelsey and slow down Hill. And uh, I think if the Bills can do that, um, they got a good chance. But I think Mahomes, Kelsey and, Kelsey and Hill, you know, that's a trio you don't want to see. So we have now come to the part of the podcast where we engage our intrepid insiders for intrepid. their picks, their picks, their picks for the divisional round of mm. the playoffs. Who won the regular season picks again? I forgot, Josie and Kenny. Oh, not the it. person who oh, didn't oh, buy oh, me yeah. anything while I was out in California. This oh, week. so that but don't worry. Neither did Morris and Derek. Nobody bought me anything. No, that's okay. It's that's about fine. to be the save this week too, Josita. Don't worry. Yeah, that's how that's how y'all treat me. You know, just the, I just get the JoJo treatment. That's all right. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, I don't make you waste money on crazy stuff. You, you look know? it out. Yeah, I'm I know. Don't. I provided the box for you to stand on during our video. A box? That's what I was trying to find out. How many boxes? How big was the box? Four boxes. Wow. Yeah, you know, if you got, if you got, you know, as as one grandmother once said, way back when, and whatever time or whenever it was, you catch more said. flies with honey than you do with vinegar. Y'all should try being a little sweeter to the women in your life. Okay, mm. all right, just 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 want to <laughs> say, okay, here we go. Uh, back to the picks: Bengals at Titans. <laughs> What, what, um, what, no, I'm what, looking what, at what, Tyler what, sipping on his uh sipping <laughs> on his uh what, what you drinking on Tyler over there? Scissor. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I I <laughs> I have the um Titans winning this game. However, what? I am not confident about this pick. I can really what? see the Bengals winning. Um, but I am putting my trust in uh, Derrick Henry. He's the best running back in the National Football After you just did all of that explaining, after you just did all of that explaining as to why they could be. The Bengals Bengals have the recipe to be able to beat uh, the Titans. They can spread them out and throw the football all day on that Tennessee Titans uh, secondary. But the Titans can play keep away with Derrick Henry and the uh, the Bengals defensive line. They're a little mm. bit uh, hurt right yeah. now, especially in the interior. So I got Tennessee winning at home. They're going to be amped for this game. And they know the Bengals are a dangerous team because they lost to Cincinnati last year. Uh, Tyler, Josina, I'm going with the Bengals. I like Joe Burrow in this game. I think if the Titans, scare, if they're going to do any running, is going to be with Deontay Foreman more than Derrick Henry in this game. Excuse me. Um, yeah, I like, I like Jamar Chase. I like T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd. And Joe Burrow in that offense, and don't forget Joe Mixon too. Um, I think the Bengals have probably one of the best offenses left in the in the league right here. Are you uh, putting a caveat on that, depending upon Trey Hendrickson's availability? No, nah, I got the offense. I think Trey Hendrickson is going to play. He's trending in the right direction. Mm-hmm. That's what my sources say. I know you like to drop the sources word, Ooh. Joe Cena. That's what my sources say. I mean, can we? I mean, let me just, yeah, moving on. Next game. Okay, uh, 49ers at Green Bay. <sighs> since, since I'm uh, beating you in the base better than that, I guess way. I'll go. Uh, Wait, I guess I'll that? go first. I have no what idea what was better than that. Base better than that way. You uh, save that? Oh my goodness. Better than LA. Oh my. Wow. Tyler, aren't you from LA? Yo, I did don't not you, say that. That. that doesn't even sound like me. I did not say that. That doesn't sound like me. Hold on, um, what do you say again? Tom? I can't believe what? y'all have those receipts. I, 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 I'm at a loss for words. But anyways, the Bay is better than LA. Green. Wow. Uh, speaking of the Bay, it is not better than LA. But Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams, they're from the Bay. They are going to be motivated to play the 49ers mm-hmm. again this time at Lambeau Field. They were exceptional when they played the 49ers at Levi Stadium earlier in the season. I have the Packers advancing to the NFC title game, and it will be, what, the third straight NFC title game for the uh, Packers if they advance? I, I think so. they could win one of them. That would be nice if they could win one of them, right? I'm yeah, going to go with the Packers. I pack- think they're going to win, though. 
I'm going to go with the Packers on this one, too. Um, look, I, I like I love Aaron Rodgers and, and Devontae Adams. You guys know I don't like betting against Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. My, my I don't like betting against Aaron Rodgers. Oh, now we get it. Thank you, Producer Emily. Thank you. Um, Your sound isn't as nice, you know. You, you hear my voice? Oh, you can hear my voice. You know it's me. Um, yeah, I'm going to take the Packers over the 49ers in this one. I do like how Jimmy G and Kyle Shanahan um, beat the Cowboys last week, and the 49ers are one of the hottest teams. Um, you know, I think they won eight of the last ten, but I don't think they have enough to beat the Packers uh, in Green Bay. Mm, okay. So now the picks get interesting. Now right, let's dude. move on to Sunday. L.A. Rams versus the mm. Buccaneers. Ah, man. You know – and no, the base better than like I don't. We, no, I we don't. don't know. We are waiting for you to say. Actually, <laughs> I I don't like betting against Tom Brady. Tom Brady has proved me wrong time in and time again. But why are you but saying I, it like that? Like you're the one lone person on the earth. I like. Do you have some? You're possessing some. You. I don't like betting against Tom Brady because I always to. bet against him, and yeah. he proves me wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, but. I, LA's better than the Bay, right, producer Emily? I'm and going the Bay's to better pick. than LA. Oh I'm going God. to pick the Rams to win in Tampa Bay. Matthew Stafford, as what? long as he doesn't have a turnover party, he had no what? turnovers last week against the Cardinals. I like what the Rams are doing on offense. They're more balanced. They're not just relying on that Cooper Cup connection. Cam Akers, a major addition coming back from Achilles injury uh, just five months ago. I have them winning this game. And plus, like I said earlier in the podcast, they have the blueprint to beat Tom Brady, which is pressuring him with your defensive front. Aaron Donald, this is a big game for him. He's the best player in the field. I don't care when if Tom Brady's on the field. Aaron Donald is the best player on the field and definitely the most dominant. So do you feel like you noticed his dominance in the last game? Yeah. Even even when it doesn't register in the stat sheet, the amount of pressures, the amount of attention mm-hmm. that surrounds him yeah. allows the other defenders to accumulate stats and get sacks. Von Miller ha- had a really good game, six tackles, uh, I think a couple sacks, because the attention was on Aaron Donald. Mm-hmm. And even when the quarterback's getting pressured up the middle, he throws it really quick when Kyler Murray was uh, running around for his life in the end zone. That was initially caused because of pressure in the interior by Aaron Donald. And that's why he ended up getting that um, interception. So I notice it all the time with Aaron Donald. Even when it doesn't you know, translate to the stat sheet, he is as dominant as ever. Tyler, I hear everything, everything you just said about the Rams. Go ahead and pick the Bucks. I hear everything you just said. I hear about the Florida the bias coming out your voice. You know, there's nothing better than Florida. It's better than, no, I'm just kidding. It's, not, it's better than the Bay. But <laughs> we all know LA is better than the Bay for real. I would say that. Um, look, the Rams have. I heard everything you said about the Rams, Tyler, but they do not have one thing. Tom Brady Tom and the Brady. Tampa Bay Buccaneers have, and that's winning a championship, championship pedigree, knowing how to win in the playoffs. One game is nice against the Cardinals, who soiled themselves, but uh, you're going up against the defending champions here. Okay, um, I do hear you. What you're saying, the defensive pressure surely will get to Tom Brady. There's going to be moments in this game where Brady's going to miss Chris Godwin and Antonio Brown, but I'm going to take Brady and the Buccaneers in this game over the Rams because of the fact that uh, I think Brady has it all up here, and I'm not sure we're going to see we're going to see that Matthew Stafford moment show up in this game. Um, that's why I'm going to take Tampa Bay. Okay, interesting, interesting. Let's move on to the other game here: Bills versus the Chiefs. And and I do think this is interesting that this game is the the quote unquote in the prime time slot on Sunday. One, who who are you picking? And it, do you think that this game should have been the place in the premier spot? This I'm going to pick the, the Chiefs again. This is the finale. Mm. Patrick Mahomes, the mm. number one football player in the NFL, best quarterback in the NFL. He deserves the prime time slot. Is he? Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. the best quarterback in the NFL. Yes. Yeah. Yes, he is. Most exciting. Yeah. Um, he deserves a spot. I, and now I, I do. There, there is a debate and a, a legitimate debate that the Rams and Bucks should have 
you know, receive that primetime slot. But I have oh, no- uh, they're only the, the defending Super Bowl team. I, I'm just saying. I'm just. I was just wondering uh, why that was the earlier game. Uh, you know, in comparison to the Buffalo Bills and the Chiefs, as far as you know, from a from a national audience standpoint, that that that's what I was asking. That's what uh, I'm, I'm going to say game. something. I'm I'm going to jokingly say something. It's the Antonio Brown effect. You don't have him, you don't deserve it. <laughs> totally joking. I was totally joking. You're forgetting how good they're getting paid. You know what I'm yeah, saying? You guys I mean, are forgetting how good AD. the last two Bucks and uh, Bill, uh, how good the last two Bills and Chiefs games have been. Right. Yeah, I want to see this is, game. That, this that is, that is just a too. this is a title game rematch. I want to yeah. see this game. So you know, as I said before, the Bucks have won. I mean, sorry, the Chiefs have won five consecutive playoff games at Arrowhead Stadium. They're going to make it six. They are going to win. Producer Emily, what, where is? I'm going to pick the Chiefs again. Okay, I was waiting for it. It was a little bit delayed. I got the Chiefs winning. Their defense has to step up, though. They can't allow, I mean, they, what, they were ranked 27th uh, in the regular season. They cannot allow Josh Allen, uh, Trayvon Diggs to, you know, Fonding. go one wild on that. So mm-hmm. I do have the Kansas City Chiefs winning this game. They're at home. Patrick Mahomes proved me right. Soffit, go ahead and pick the Bills. <laughs> Yo, Tyler, I, this is going to be the last podcast. You're going to be telling me to pick what team I'm going to pick. <laughs> um, I really want to pick Josh Allen here. I really do. I really think Josh Allen can outplay Patrick Mahomes on this day. But, um, you know. No buts. No, but but I'm picking the Chiefs as well. Um, I think I think the Bills are, are always going to be one, one step a little bit short of, of the Chiefs here. Um, I think they need another, you know, big-time receiver. They don't have it. Josh Allen's going to have to play out of his mind, and I don't think he can do that against Patrick Mahomes, um, against Tyreek Hill, against Travis Kelsey, and this improving Chiefs defense. I'm going with the Chiefs as well, Tyler. Mm. No love for Stephon Diggs. No love for Stephon. Well, definitely not Stephon, since his name Stephon. is Stephon. Stephon, <laughs> Stephon, sorry. I, I mean, can, can, can we sit up here and call Diggs and ask him if he knows his sister named Stephon? Okay, I was, just, I was just wondering. Okay. I was just looking at a State Farm ad, that's why. <laughs> a State Farm ad. Is that what it was? Is that wow. what it was? Okay, well, you need to do a double check number. Okay. See, see how I always get the stray bullets? Like, I, I make a. Stray bullets? Honest, no, that, honest, that that one mistake. was that wasn't straight. I was targeted. I, I make an honest mistake, <laughs> and I get the the bullets start flying. Mm-hmm. It's, it's fine though. I went into Tyler City, no hospitality. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy. Didn't, I gave you boxes to stand. Didn't up. offer me That's any it? sushi. I coming into your town. It was I just like it was just, all he did was come up, Joe. When when you ready to just let me know you ready to talk. <laughs> But thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in to It's a Football Podcast brought to you by USA Today Sports Plus. If you guys haven't already, please download the USA Today Sports Plus app on your Apple Store and your Google Play. We want you to fan harder with USA Today Sports Plus. It's a football podcast. Find it now on the USA Today Sports Plus app where the biggest fans fan harder.